Welcome back to Oh, We're Gonna Talk with your girl, Maya. Yep, you already know what it is. It's Tati. And it's your boy, Dre, coming at you live from H-Town. Yep. <laughs> far away, far, far away. Glitch. It ain't that far. But y'all, I'm tired. It sounded like you out of breath. He was running down them stairs. I breath, <laughs> I've been out here for, what, three days now? And I've been getting my entire life. It's been lit. He's home. Okay. That's cute. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, how y'all been? Uh, Cold. Good. Good. Well, an unfortunate news of events today. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to take a quick 30 seconds of silence for uh, the GOAT, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter, who just lost their lives this morning in a helicopter accident. So, silence. And we're back. That was okay. the shortest so, 30 seconds of my life. <laughs> today is going to be an interesting day. It's going to be something that's, you know, a little bit deep, but it's needed in our community. For sure. It's going to be different. It's going to be deep. Going to raise a lot of questions, possibly. The trials and tribulations. All right. Yeah. Then. Well, today is all about mental health, so y'all ready? Yeah, we're ready. Ready as we'll ever be. Hmm? Ready as we'll ever be. Yep. And we got a guest in the building today. We got we got a licensed therapist out in these streets, out in these Houston streets. Okay. <laughs> we got Darian Dawson in the building. How do you not tell me? Oh, wait. We don't can he come close? Say hi to the people. I didn't even know it was on podcast. Hey, what else? Say hi to the people. Hey, Darian. Yo. Hey, people. All right. All right, Dre, start us off. Let us know what we're doing. Yeah. All right. So, first things first, when it comes to mental health, it's all about how aware are we as a community and as a people. So, I guess to start it off, we could each name something that we've experienced when it comes to mental health and, you know, how we got through it, in a sense. Oh, you try to So, Maya, you want to start us off? Hey, 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 why do I have to do it? My feelings, I don't like being vulnerable. I'm a thug, all right? You are what? What? You're a thug. I'm I mean, well, thug. I mean, you from the Bronx, so you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> Um, my biggest trial and tribulation was uh, grief. It was definitely grief. The loss of my grandfather last year. Can you believe that 2019 was last year? Ugh. I mean, for, for, you only a month in. I know, but how I got through that, <laughs> I don't think I've actually fully gotten through it as of yet. Yeah. And what's like the biggest um, problem that you think you're having when it comes to it? The lack of him being here in person. Mm -hmm. That's the struggle I go through every day. Okay, next. Woo. 
Wait, you can wait. Maya was like, let me be quick. Wait. I want to know, like, how have you been, you know, dealing with, like, what what, what are the steps that you're taking to, you know, deal with the grief? I, like, you, you say you're struggling with it every day, but, you know, how do you keep on going each day? I feel attacked. I or feel what have you, what have you I feel like this. Mm-hmm. Um... Dealing with it for me is living in it. You mm. can't try and distract yourself from it. So when the moments come and they hit you, you you have to go through each and every one of them because refraining yourself from feeling the feelings will make it 10 times worse. Okay. Okay. I, I, I feel it. Um, Tati? Oh, chow. Uh, this is ghetto. Uh, <laughs> I feel I am put on the spot with this one because uh, I've never been to a therapist before, so I don't really know, like, how can I put this? I don't know. I don't want to. What am I trying to say? I don't know, but I'm clutching my purse. <laughs> what? Are you trying to say, like, you probably, like, don't want to, like, self-diagnose yourself about... Yes, that's uh, exactly okay. what I want. But I guess I could... I guess I could, like, give a little... Synopsis. Yeah. Um, I go through anxiety, depression, and... I have like eating disorder tendencies. So, oh shit. That's a that's as much as you're going to get out of me cuz like <laughs> Maya, I am uh, actually a thug. <laughs> no, so. but I mean those, these topics, I, they're serious and like they're they're serious to talk about because you know what, who like whoever's listening, they could probably get perspective on like what we're dealing with. Like we come on the show every week and we you know we're laughing and like we're always joking, but we all go through some real life things. So you know it's it's like it's important because it's relatability, and yeah, like I I don't want you guys to like uh you know be ashamed or to feel down for having like mental health problems because we all go through it you know like shoot for me um i do i deal with a lot like sometimes i have i go through the guy like when i first when i was 20 20, 21 that was my reason for coming out to houston because new york made me depressed that i didn't want to go anywhere i stayed in the house all day um, I didn't want to go to class or I barely went to class. I barely ate and I was just unhappy. So I was like, I needed a change. I needed a change of space. And that's how Houston happened. And literally within a week of me deciding I need a change, I applied to college out here and I booked my ticket and I was, and I was out here Bro, he just and left. I made my life. <laughs> He just left. That sounds like a that sounds like an Andre thing. It was no, like, okay. oh, by the way, I'm moving to Houston. Peace. Yeah, it was it was really <laughs> random. That sounds like an Andre you know, thing. And I, I like for me, like I suppress a lot of things. 
so like I deal with things by myself and not a lot of people know what's going on. Like I always have a smile on my face. You would never catch me not smiling. I could be going, I could be having the worst day, but you won't catch you smiling. And I'm realizing now that I have to show those vulnerable moments sometimes because if I'm always portraying myself as I got it together and that I'm strong and then, you know, other people, like other people see it and then they want to, you know, try to, they try to like, you know, ask me like, how do I do it in a sense? But to be honest, I really don't know the answer. I really don't know the answer because I'm dealing, I'm dealing with it as I'm going through it. Gotcha. And I don't say anything about it. Gotcha. You feel me? Yep. So, Darian, why did you get What's into up? mental health? What was your trial and tribulation? Word, B. You're not going to let us thugs out here cry by ourselves. <laughs> exactly. No. He in the cut all actually, quiet. <laughs> no, actually, uh, what sparked my interest in uh, mental health, uh, Hurricane Harvey hit um, in Houston like two years ago. And um, I was volunteering because I love to volunteer. And I realized that, like, mental illness is really, 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 really real because um, they were in the um, in the convention center. Like, homeless people were in the convention center, and they, they were off their meds. And, like, you know, people were having, like, manic episodes. And, um, I mean, it was, it was very, like, in your face, and, you know, we couldn't, like, control it. And, like, uh, it, I realized that it was a problem. So... Prior to me being like uh, having this strong interest in uh, mental health, like I was just doing like social work, like kind of like doing like a lot of community service. And um, after that, I was like, you know what? Like I want to do more in the mental health uh, area. So I decided to like advocate more. I decided to research more. And um, as a result, I have um, like lunch, what is called like the blue couch. And so uh, you guys have shared, like, about connection, and Andre shared that, like, people need to, like, hear this because, like, a lot of people uh, don't feel like, you know, someone else is going through what they're going through. And so the Blue Couch, the purpose of the Blue Couch is to show people that, like, I'm not here, out here alone. So um, you guys should share, though. Like, I think everyone sharing their mental health story, our mental illness, uh, if you feel comfortable, like, uh, helps someone else. Because you never know that person that's next to you may be dealing with anxiety and cannot control, like, their thoughts, their emotions, their feelings. And you telling them that I go through the same thing that you're going through, it causes them, like, to open up more and kind of be more vulnerable. Um, and it helps as well. So uh, definitely mental health is real. But, like, I think there are measures that people can take to kind of, like, you know, kind of cure this. So. So what's, like, one thing you think, like, anybody can do that would, um, you know, uh, just get through their day? Like, say somebody's going through a mental health issue, like, what's one thing that somebody can do a day that, you know, probably, like, take their mind off it or put them at ease? Okay. Well, yeah, that's, um, I mean, everyone is different. So, like, um, I can't think of, like, one thing that everybody can do, but, like, you do that thing that like helps you. So like, I know for me, uh, I like to talk, but I also like to listen to, but like me talking to other people helps me to, um, kind of get through the day mm -hmm. and kind of, uh, you know, 
make sure that that I'm good because I do like a lot of self care and I promote that too. Like self care is like needed, and a lot of people get stressed out and have uh, panic attacks and feel very anxious because like they don't take care of themselves and like they it's always like I gotta go, I gotta do this, I gotta you know make sure this is accomplished, and like you forget to say like oh what about me? So like when you start experiencing those symptoms of like. Uh, you wearing that palm sweating and having headaches and, you know, you're thinking something's really wrong is basically you just haven't stopped and say like, you know what, like I really need to like take care of myself. And of course, like I promote therapy too. So um, a lot of people don't, don't promote therapy uh, because they don't believe in therapy, but like talking to a stranger about your feelings, is like the best because when you talk to your friends, like they're going to tell you what you want to hear or like some of them may be blurring and like not, you know, feed you any lies. But when you talk to a stranger who don't even know you, don't know your business, um, it's the best. I have a therapist and um, my poor therapist, like I, I work her to death. Like she, she, she <laughs> like, well, hold up, <laughs> hold up. Like, I, you know, once I lay my head on the pillow, like that's it. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm telling her all my little business. I went in like, to be honest, you guys, like just like everybody else. Like I went in the therapy office and I was like, I'm just going to tell her enough just to kind of like, you know, make me feel better. I walked out that office like I it was like laying my burdens down. Like I was like, you know what? Crying. Listen. I was crying. She was like, she was like, baby. I was like, man, me some tissues. I went to therapy one time within the first five minutes. She asked me one question. And it was it. That was it. Oh, you good. That was it. No, like, but no, uh, just like you guys are sharing, but thanks for sharing though, because like it takes strong people to like share about like things that are so vulnerable. But, um, and I mean, everyone deal with it differently. Like even with grief, like one of you guys mentioned about losing your grandfather, like you, that's like a cycle. Like that's going to happen over and over and over. You're going to like accept it. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get sad. You're going to get angry. So like, just kind of like knowing where you are in the cycle is like a good thing. So. I can talk all day, but <laughs> no, you it's important. Like yeah. you're you're giving you're giving professional advice. Like this, this is your field. <laughs> no, it is my field. Your field. I love it. I love it. Lord. Mm. Mm. That was a word. I'm a thug. Yeah. I'm a thug. <laughs> I just mm. got off work. I was like, oh lord. You know that's one of the moments you gotta look in the mirror and be like, stop it. You a thug. Don't you cry. Facts be facts. <laughs> Man. But you know what? Like, if you don't cry, to be honest, like once they build up, like you're gonna have that ugly cry, like that cry that you can't control because you're like you didn't cry when it was time to cry. So you, Yo. like, <laughs> I have a problem though. Like me, I I don't cry. It's not that Ooh. I can't cry. It's just that I don't cry. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. I was like when like if I cry, they'll tell me like, now nah, you need to man up. Yeah. So I feel like now, that's like, like a stereotype like in the male community. I'm not cry. Like, I remember when my grandfather died about two years ago. I didn't cry for like a good week. My ex is the one that had to force me to sit down and cry and to actually talk about it because I, I went about my day. He didn't. And I didn't like, like nothing. Wow. So I, I guess that's like from childhood. Like, yeah. I feel like well, also well, in the black community, we take on roles that we have to be strong for each other. I like, agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Because yeah. I felt like I was more of trying to be strong for my family when my grandfather passed away. 
And it was also yeah. around the time where it was like, it was Andre's birthday, so we had to go celebrate. But I felt bad for celebrating, but I didn't want to like yeah. be the downer on his birthday. But it's not even being a downer. It's like me, like me and your mom specifically, we knew like what you were going through. We knew like how you were. We know how your energy is. And we knew that if you just got away just for a weekend and to clear your mind, you know, just like have fun. It will it, like you'll be surrounded by people who actually care about you, and that's what it was about. It was it was like it wasn't matter like let's turn up. It's you being surrounded by people who care about you and who love you, and you know just celebrating that time together. Like though you may have been going through a difficult time, you have your family here to you know lift you up during that time because we know how strong you've been and uh, the type of burden that you were taking on, as well as suppressing all of your emotions because you're trying to be strong for everybody else. That's true. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with the whole black thing. Like, we, we feel like that's the way I can be strong. And when we show emotions, like any emotions, like, we feel as though, like, we're weak. But that, that shouldn't be the case, but it is. And we have been taught that from a long time. Because I, I don't cry either. My defense mechanism is something happens to me, like, I use humor. So, like, I like to laugh and joke. So, if something is like, going really wrong, like, I would, like, it's almost, it's weird, but, like, I would, like, try to find, like, my happy place and kind of, like, because those thoughts and feelings of, like, being sad. Like, I would, like, you know, go to a movie or go um, hang out with friends who's going to make me happy. But, and, and honestly, we, like, need to deal with those feelings, like, as they come. Because if we, like, suppress and, like, keep on suppressing, like, they're going to, like, come out and, hey, it's going to be, it's not going to be good. Um, and I like that you say, like, you go to your happy place. Mm-hmm. Like, your happy place is, like, going out with friends or going to the movies. Right. My happy place is the beach. Like, he if, was at if the I'm beach for like, down, ever. find me at the beach. That's I'm nice. either at the beach, like, sitting on the sand or sitting on the rocks just looking at the water, right. just thinking. Like, that's my happy place. And that, that's it. The beach? Um, yeah, the beach. Um, Tatiana said <laughs> hers is the same. Like, I sure was. <laughs> I, sure was. Like, I love yeah, because like sometimes I really just want to sit down and think and clear my mind, and that's the only place I could do it. So you'll pay thousands of dollars like those flies to the beach. If if I need like like for me like okay in New York my mom lives two blocks away from the beach, I literally walk down oh, the beach. Okay. In Houston, Galveston is like forty five minutes. Oh, you I'm sure going to drive in my car. And- Go five minutes down to that beach. Okay. Surely yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, mine is affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I can call my friend and we like. That's uh, right. Go to movies. ASC is five dollars on Tuesdays. You better tell the <laughs> people. Put up for again. Tuesdays is five dollars. <laughs> Tuesdays is five dollars. I'm dead. So, Tati, what's your defense mechanism? Uh, if ooh. Or do you have a happy place? My happy place is the beach. Whenever okay. I'm going through something, I will literally take the train to Brighton Beach, no matter what. Um, my defense mechanism, I will either completely shut down. Okay. Or I will work myself to the point of exhaustion. Like I need to, it's either, yeah, it's a, 
like if something is going on, like I need work to keep myself occupied because if not, then I'm just going to be in the house not doing anything. So that's what I do. But um, I don't have a problem crying. I have a problem with crying in front of people. And letting people in. Yeah. So, like, if um, when my aunt passed away, I definitely cried for, like, it took me some time to get over it. But, um, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all were anticipating more, but nah, B. Nah. Nah. Uh, Maya? I thought, okay, I thought I went through my. Um... No, I meant like, do you have a happy place? Oh, my happy place was. It started off with hanging out with my cousin at the tattoo shop. I know y'all know because I was like there like almost every day after that happened. I was there every day because I just felt like I didn't want to be alone. Yeah. And then it came to the point where I felt like New York was just so too suffocating. I just had to take a random trip. So I went to California and I was able to breathe again. I don't look at me like that. I just had to get away. When was the trip to California? Oh, wow, sis. Oh, wow. Oh, now I remember. Uh, All right. And and I tat, tat. Right? And I just stayed with my cousin for a weekend. So, I don't know. It was just getting away from the suffocation of New York. Because I feel like yeah. your family is your home. So, when you lose part of your home, it doesn't feel like, like the state doesn't feel like home anymore. Oh, that's deep. Mm. That was real deep. Oh, yeah, that was a word. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. Everybody giving words, and I'm like, <laughs> facts, <baby." laughs> So I have, I have a question. So you know how, like, we usually depend on those close to us and, and our family members, right? Mm-hmm. During, like, like, that's supposed to be our support system. What happens if... Or what happens to people who don't have that family support system? Because I can recall a time, like, with college, like, my struggles with college, I I didn't want to be there. And, like, you know, it got overwhelming at a point. And I remember I was taking, I, I think, 19 credits one time. And I was overwhelmed. And, like, I was doing that. I was working 40-plus hours a week. I was, you know, taking care of my grandparents at the same time. And I was, it was like, it was very overwhelming. And I remember uh, telling my grandma, I was, cause she asked me to do something. I'm like, I just need a break. Like, like I need to take care of my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I remember her telling me like, that doesn't exist. Oh. Like, you, she was like, you just need, she was like, you just need to sleep. Or she was just like, you need to pray about it. And, and it was like, mental health didn't matter. It was like, no, like, that's just something you made up in your mind. Like, just talk to God and just, and move on. Well, when you think about and, it, that's kind of like the the thing that's grown in old no. fashioned traditional black community. Yeah, yeah. Where it's I like agree. just pray about it or go to sleep. You'll be fine when you wake up. The Lord will right. hear your prayers and everything will be fine. I feel like if you can't well, find reality, it in family, not, you got you have friends. In reality, that's not the truth. It's like like we like 
there's like I feel like as millennials or just as people who are coming into their adulthood, like uh, what we go through gets undermined because people people feel as or the older generation the older generation feel as though it's easier in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like they'll say, oh well, we had to we didn't have internet or we had to walk here or we or we got uh, beat like this or or whatever. And for us, granted, we may have the technology and, you know, um, but at the end of the day, we still have to, we still have to work. We still have to make a living. We still have to deal with everyday problems. And it doesn't matter how old or how young you are, everybody has to deal with that. No matter if, if one generation feels as it's easier than the other. So I think, like, it's more so like, where do you find the balance to, you know, not overstep your boundaries with the older generation, but to, you know, continue to educate them as to us young adults are still dealing with everyday life, even though we don't have as much experience as the older generation. Does that make sense? Did that make sense? That does make sense. I just don't have an answer to it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... you know Darian, what? please come to the mic for sure, for sure, for sure. Give us some, give us another word. What? What? Wait, listen. I only, I only <laughs> had one word. No, <laughs> no, for real. I agree with Andre because, like, um, when I decided to like do this mental health thing, like, I really, like, I reached out to like uh, my family and my friends, and I realized that like a lot of people, it's just all about education. Like, a lot of people really don't know, and when people really don't know, they just they do with it oh so like you said like his grandmother or whoever like they they just don't know like so all they knew uh and i mean i can test it is like all my ancestors knew were like to go to god and go to church and like we we do that like as young people too but at the end of the day like we were uh we are exposed to other things and they have haven't been exposed or they have it's been later on in their life and so, like, they really don't understand. So um, going to see a therapist or, like, even, like, taking medication or even talking about, like, your your feelings, like, a lot of people, and I think you guys mentioned this, like, that that wasn't, like, smiled upon when you were, you, you were taught to be strong. And, like, you know, so I feel like as young people, like, we just need to, like, educate, like, um, people who don't know and not, like, belittle them, but just say, like, hey, look, this is what it is. Um, I know you don't understand this, but this is what I'm dealing with. And so um, I, I'm happy that, like, my family, they kind of I, – I educate them a lot, though. Like, I really talk to them about it a lot. And um, no matter what, they support me, even though they don't understand sometimes. They're like, bro, you really tripping, but I'm going I'm to be the support, though. <laughs> um, but but um, a lot of people, a lot of my family members – uh, they're not in therapy. And so like, I always promote therapy and, um, and I always promote it on my social media. I promote it in our family group. And, um, some of them have like decided to go, but when you've been doing something for so long, yeah, you, you just don't, you really don't, you don't like, people don't like change either. So like when you think about change, that's like really hard for some people. So want to embrace change because people got, are scared I had of the, the unknown question. I feel like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. people are scared I'm of the so. unknown yeah 
True. The change true. that the unknown brings. That's what's scary. Yeah, that's true. This is true. Okay, I understand that. See, I be knowing stuff yeah. sometimes. You, you do, you do. <laughs> look at, look at yeah, Maya giving another word. In my closet, in mess, I'm gonna change up my closet. In my room, if I don't like the energy in my room, I'm gonna switch up some furniture. Some people do not. <laughs> like they don't, and I agree with her. Like she, they don't like the unknown. Like I was just sharing with, at work, like with my uh, group. Uh, because I did like group therapy today and so like I was sharing with them they were sharing out and I'm I'm like a new therapist on a unit um and I was like thank you guys for sharing with me because like a lot of people don't like change they don't like they they used to seeing like their their therapist and I'm just like this guy that's like on their unit so I just kind of share with them like um Dr. Brene Brown like she is like amazing social worker and um I, I listen to all her TED talks. I have all her books. And like she just basically describes like um like not change, but like she talks about courage and like how like courage is like like showing up when you don't know the outcome. Like you just you're there and you don't know what's gonna happen next. So like that's just kinda like change. Like, you know, when, when it's time for change and you don't know like, you know, you is unknown, there's like a gray area. And you still do it anyway, you're very courageous for doing that. So, like, when I see people doing that, like, today, um, I had an adolescent group. And, like, when I saw them, like, expressing their feelings, like, I was like, you know what? That's some, like, pretty dope stuff because, like, you don't know me and I don't know you that well. So, um, I mean, I I, I applaud people for who like change because I love change. Like, I, I moved to a city and... Um, in like weeks, and my family like now, exactly. you know better. Yes. <laughs> like, you know better Listen, you know better I, is such a black thing to say. Like, you, <laughs> know know better. Better. you know better. You know better. If I wake up tomorrow and I want to do something different, like I'm gonna do it. Like I'm just not gonna like. I mean, I probably talk to some friends about it, but my way of talking to my friends, and they already know this. Just a disclaimer: I'm already, I already made up my mind. It's already done. I just need for you to like give me a little confirmation. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's already done. <laughs> that is me to a T. I'm just me. like, I'm, I, my mind is made up. I just need you to confirm what right. my mind is saying. I'm gonna still do it anyway. I'm gonna do it regardless. But I just want to be like, okay, you know what? You just gave me um, an okay. <laughs> like, all right. But I'm still do it, child. I don't appreciate it. I'd be giving Dude. solid advice. My family thought I was crazy moving out here by myself. We like, tried, Naya. Oh, we you really do. Back. Yeah. Now I'm moving back. And they like, why? I'm why? Because I don't like New York. <laughs> Wait, what you like about Houston, though? Houston, it's a slower, it's a slower pace. Hold up. Hold up. No, just... no it is. It's a, no, if Houston compared to New York, in New York, everybody's on the go. Like, wherever you're at, somebody's on the go. It could be 4 o'clock in the morning. You're going to see, like, 5,000 people on the train going somewhere. Mm. Um, Houston, it's real, like, laid back. It's more like you got that southern hospitality, kind of. It's mm. a lot of black mm. excellence out here. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. It just it has that, that peaceful, homey feel. Okay. And I think that's and I, I fell in love with that. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm like okay, like Tati, she a she a straight Brooklynite. Like for she, sure, she probably ain't gonna go nowhere else but Brooklyn. <laughs> but that but that is her spot. Like she loves her some Brooklyn. 
This is Maya, so true. <laughs> Maya, she she likes New York, but I feel like her home is probably in California because that's where she feels peace. So I feel like wherever you feel peace at, that that's home to you. Not like where you grew up, but what makes you feel like home. And right here. I'm perfectly fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm so good. He just exposing yeah. us all. He just putting put everybody yeah. on the spot like that. All your that. business. It's all your business. <laughs> Horrendous. For the people in I here. feel attacked. <laughs> I feel exposed. <laughs> Why you feel attacked? Because. What if she wanted to move from Brooklyn, which I doubt, but still. Right. Wow, right. B. Right. Wow. Taki, you want to move from Brooklyn? I got to think about that first. <laughs> I got to think about that first. Nah, right. she's going to be out here. She, if she ever moved from Brooklyn, she's going to go somewhere and talk about some buzz and some beef and broccoli. That's what she's going to do. Do you know that reference? Mm-hmm. Butters is the is the um, the tan tin. And oh beef gosh. and broccoli is the brown and green tin. Yo, I could just picture Darian's face right that's now. Like, New York, what the? New York lingo for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's Brooklyn foremost, lingo. Y'all better stop doing this to me. Wait. Wait. See, now you got this man stressed out, too. I said the same thing. Wait. It's Wait. not that hard, though. It's not that Wait. hard. Ain't nobody Wait, know that until you yeah, said it. Sounds like real. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not a real slang. I swear, so it only happens in Brooklyn. First and foremost, <laughs> y'all need to stop this, okay? Please. I feel exposed. Uh, it's wild. I, I yeah, didn't bring it, it up. It, 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, do you think that? Like, do you, you live in here? I could not. Oh, okay. I no, I just I couldn't. I I love being busy, but like I don't like being that busy. Yeah. Like I was like, um, this y'all really we want to go out here. Like, Hell I'm, yeah. And it's like that be stressing me out too. That's that's probably where I get my my panic and my anxiety from. I be stressed the hell out because I'm just like, okay, because I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, gotta go to work. Then you gotta drive there, and then you know you gotta make sure that you're making enough money because your rent is so damn high. So that's now you facts. probably gotta get two jobs. Yeah. So work, now you're working two jobs just to pay this one rent. But then I have a car. So now I got to pay car note and car insurance. And then, you know, I got to come home, buy some groceries, and take care of everybody else and make sure everybody's good. <laughs> I, that's my issue. That's why me and New York don't get along. Because it, it's just too much going on. You want a therapy session? I can. He sure do. <laughs> he sure do. <laughs> make sure you charge him full price. But the invoice gonna hit you real quick. Yeah. Woo, child. <laughs> but I have a question. I have a question. I'm just joking. I have a question, guys. Do you guys think Go that ahead. people fall into a pattern when it comes to dating? Like y'all specifically like date the same type of Ooh, this dudes good. and personalities. Right. Yeah. Yep. And it's bad. Like because I feel like you know everybody has a type. For sure. And it's very hard to stray away from your type. So it's like, you know, this is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what deep down, this is not good for you. But you, you overlook so many different things because that's quote unquote your type. Like you feel like somebody could be treating you shitty, but because you had those few good moments, you will overlook the shitty ones because you feel like, oh well, it's not always it's not always bad. Oh, I felt red. <laughs> I felt seen. <laughs> I felt exposed. Yeah. 
So I think, so yeah, I do believe that we fall into kind of, and then it's like, you, you get out of one situation and then you know what? Here comes your type again and you fall right back into the same pattern. Right. Like, well, damn. What's your type? My type? I don't know if I have a type. You have but... a type. Stop lying. How? <laughs> but. But what? I was... <laughs> and that, uh, oop. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love somebody that's like, confident and somebody that's you know i guess outgoing but then i get to a certain limit like if you're too friendly i'm gonna need you to, to stop tone, tone, tone it down, it down. Tone because it down. you out here trying to be friends with everybody but then like you trying to be friends with everybody but then not everybody trying to be your friend but then so it's like you trying to force somebody to like you and stuff so that's when that's when i that's what i don't like it's okay. like when somebody like going out of their way to be friendly to somebody that you know is really not fuck with you. And to die, I, I, I fall into that all the time. You're like, damn, why are you like um, this? Um, honestly, like, I'm attracted to personality. So, like, I mean, as you know, like, I have, like, a outgoing yeah. personality. So I like for people to match that. Like, I like to joke a lot. So I think, like, my soulmate... Like, I want to spend the rest of my life or, like, hang out with people and date people and a married person and, like, like to do the same thing I do. He, like, so, match my uh, energy. I, For sure. Yeah, man. like, yeah. Like, I've, I've talked to people and it's like, nah, it ain't going to work. Ooh. I'm going to head out. Like, Ooh. it ain't going to. Yeah. I, I mean, because, like, at the end of the day, like, I, I definitely don't want to feel like I'm in a relationship alone, you know, and you... Yeah, like they say, opposite attracts, but I kind of like the the like, same energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't date somebody like me. So I feel like I'm dating myself. No, I, I can't. Like, I can't. Oh, this is too much. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, can I can. Yeah. What's your type? Maya. Mm. Maya Why y'all always gotta put me first? Why can't Tati ever go hey, first? Cause you the host, B. Why should I go Tell first? Me, M right. come before T. Facts, B. You asked the question. Whatever. Y'all try to. <laughs> All right, we're waiting. Alright, so my type All right. is a type that I have been told I need to stay away from. Okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a hood girl, so I kind of attract hood dudes, right? Uh-huh. I kind of uh-huh. like the bad boy, you know. Kinda. I mean, Ooh. relax, relax, Ooh. relax. I mean, so I kind of like, but then again, that's like that's the dudes that was in my area. That's the dudes that I grew up around. That's what I know. So. I think Dre is like the only guy that I know that's not a quote unquote hood dude. He has hood tendencies. He does. They come out. They come out. Because I have hood tendencies because I grew up in the hood, but I just turn. I just end up on the other side. Yeah. Like uh, I didn't. I didn't become my environment. I want to see better. Like What's the, wrong with the hood, though. Nothing's wrong with the hood. But so, I don't like. The hood mentality. The hood mentality uh-huh. is like there's a hood mentality where it's like that you have to problem. fuck over everybody to uh, get to the top yeah. and not work for what you have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like street dudes, hood dudes. I'm trying to change though. I tried it backfired though. <laughs> I tried once and yeah, I was like, mm, let me go back to where I came from. Ooh. 
Yeah, I, I, I they feel you. <laughs> stick to what you know. Right, I was like, let me go back to where I was. <laughs> yeah, stick to what you know. Leave them hood niggas alone. Sorry, not hit them hood dudes. You know what happened when I tried to go outside of my boundary? I needed to swim back. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know well, what happened. What happened? What happened was he was trash. Okay. He opened his mouth, and things went downhill real quickly. Oh no! You said he opened his mouth and it went down. <laughs> you would have. You no. You see what the problem that I feel like Maya has when it comes to like the dudes is that. When, like, if she were to step outside of the, the whole, like, hood dude, she gonna, and about me. Uh, there's, like, it's somebody that, that's typically, like, they're they're kind of, like, straight and narrow, but, like, they don't really have edge to them. I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a boring type of thing. But at the same time, she, like, she wants somebody that's going to educate her or to, like, you know, stimulate her mind. That's very and true. Sometimes, like, some of the dudes that she meets, like, they can have the personality, but their mindset is that they're a know-it-all. Mm. And it's not, it's more so not, let me, it's not, it's not about education or it's not about like, you know, let me, let me uh, teach you something. It's a, well, no, your opinion is invalid. This is, this is really what it is. Mm. Dang. And I think that's the issue. If that person knew who we was talking about, he'd feel some type of way. Woo, cha. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tati, we ain't forget about you wait, now. Wait, 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 guys! Before y'all, <laughs> before y'all attack my poor sister over here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> I feel like with me, it's like I like for you to mentally stimulate me, right? And I also feel like I can't be the dominant one in a relationship. If I can dominate over you, that's a problem. Mm. That's a problem. <laughs> I feel like I can eat you up and spit you out. Mm. And that's, that's mm-hmm. a very Aries tendency, I know. And then by that, by me being able to like have that much control, it makes me bored. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, Tati, now it's your turn. Mm. Oh, this is going to be simple. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck boys. Oh, that's just it. That is honestly. Say it again. It. <laughs> say it again. Why? Because I don't think everybody heard I you in the heard back. What you say? I said, I am attracted to fuck boys. That's it. The clowns. Mm-hmm. The foolery. I know for a fact that? that I do oh, not okay. have potential oh, okay. with this person, but I'm going to still go for it anyway. So that's that. The end. Mm. <laughs> no, that ain't the end. Why? Why do you think that you're attracted to, to them? Like, what about them? Like, what, what stimulates your mind with them? That's why. Guys, stop moving. You guys are going in and out. Yeah, I can't hear I can't hear y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Do you like what attracts you to them? Like what is it about them that, you know, just stimulates you or like you, you're drawn to them? Appearance. You said appearance? Yeah. 
It's definitely appearance. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So after the appearance, right, and you get to know them, what makes you stay? Um Oof. Because I think they'll change, but deep down, I know that they won't. There's always a, there's a, there's always a, what? Do you feel like you can change them or do you feel like being with you, they would want to be better? The second one. Being with you, they could be, they'll be better. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. That means I I I understand it. I understand it. Because I think I think we all I think we all go through that. I think we've all dealt with somebody that was a fuckboy. And we stay for the wrong reasons. We stay like sometimes we stay because they look good. Sometimes we stay because, you know, they match our idea. They match our idea of um, what we want, in a sense. Like, we're like, oh, well, like, when I say, like, we have filters when it comes to certain people. Like, I want them to be this height. I want them to be um, this in, in this career field. I want them to have this amount of money. And that's all, like the the physical material things you know so we feel like okay we got our ideal man materially but then when it comes down to the emotions and it comes down to the personality and their thoughts um we overlook it because we're like you know what maybe as maybe if we continue on down the road they're going to be better there's something that's going to change Maybe we'll go through an experience together that will, you know, make us stronger. And I always say that's us trying to, you know, live with the possibility. But I hope it's true. But when I say you got to live with the reality, like, what do you bring to the table right now? Because I can't live based off of potential. I need to know what you bring to the table now because the potential could never happen. But what you have right now, that's a guarantee. And then I have a choice if I want to move on with it and stay, or do I want to go and find somebody else that's in the same wavelength that I'm at right now? He tells me that all the time, and it'd be irritating the hell out of me because I know he's right. But that is the truth. You can't, you can't, you can't date on potential because if you continue to date on potential, you're really it's, it's no guarantee that they're going to get there. It possibly they possibly can get there. But how long are you willing to wait for them to get there? And are they even putting in action to reach that potential that you see in them? Because if, if you're not putting in any action, if you're not, if you're not doing um, what you say you want to do and there's no work behind it, then you're never going to achieve what you want to do. So why would I stick around and wait for you? Or why, why do I have to stick around and, you know, continue, continue to be like, oh, well, did you do this today? Did you do this today? Oh, oh, you're still looking for a job? Oh, like, Chow. no. I've, well, everybody knows that I've been dating since I was 12. So ever, I learned something 
in every relationship. Every relationship I've been through, I've learned something from it. I've learned about myself. I've learned my flaws. And I, I've learned how to, you know, self-evaluate myself and what I want to do better for myself. I'm the type of person that whatever I want, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I have a deadline, if I have a something done on that date, but that's the type of person that I am. Like, whereas sometimes, like, in a relationship, that may not be the same. It may not be the same case. And that's like every relationship that I've been in has been different. Like, I've learned something differently throughout all of them. Yeah. Facts, B. That's it. That's all. Right. That's it. That's all, folks. Oh, I'm a little hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when that was heavy. Mm. <laughs> you feel lighter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that um, was good though. That was good. Yeah. Um, but I will say what I will say in regards to my female friends. Um, anybody like my female friends? Man, the people that they date. I just be here like he be talking I, about I really, us. He talking about I really us. Don't like I feel that. attacked. Woo! I do not <laughs> no, need not. this negativity. Yo, take it back. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but no, but I, like when it comes to my female friends, I make it a mission to like you know show them what like a true gentleman is like, and like I've heard it multiple times like. Like, I'll hear from Maya or hear from, like, an, uh, another friend, and they'll say that their standards for men are now higher because of how I treat them. And I made that. Like, I feel like. Wait, repeat that last phrase. Females, yeah, yeah. Huh? Repeat the last phrase. Yeah, because you're going in and now. Oh. Um, I, I feel like I make it a point to to show y'all, like, what a gentleman is like, because like there are so many men out here that really don't know how to treat women. And I feel like females deserve better that sometimes than what they're getting. So like a simple gesture of, you know, telling a female that she looks like that she looks pretty. The outfit she just bought is pretty. The hair she just got done. Oh, it looks really good. Or sometimes, you know, take them out to dinner, pay for the date or, you know, just, just be just be a gentleman and some of them don't even do that like they won't like some men out here won't even uh, attempt to even open up a door for somebody they won't even try these men and it's like, it's like don't i know as if like they're just a... dre you're going in and out bro stay still this is not my fault <laughs> but we we hear you we hear you okay. occasionally shut up <laughs> i have a question for darian for sure so do you think that social media has a big impact on mental health today oh <clears throat> it does uh honestly like i think in a positive way though so i feel like Social media is like our avenue that we use uh, to kind of inform people. So if you use that platform in the right way, 
like you can like inform uh like people around the world so uh as far as mental health like i see a lot of people people that's like not mental health professionals advocating for mental health which is like really 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 good because like um that's i mean you know honestly like we share it like a lot of people don't know and when you don't know like you just kind of continue to do what you want to do and so when you i mean you're not people don't pick up the newspaper no more like people don't read in the book like i somebody was like is a uh, Arthur, someone said that like if you want to like hide something from a certain group of people, I'm not gonna say that group of people, but if you want to, you put it in a book because like that particular group of people do not read. They were trying to say. Uh, so basically, that's I mean, uh, social media is what uh, people go to these days to kind of like get information. So it's so weird because I was reading, I was on Facebook while you guys were talking. And I just realized that uh, Kobe Bryant passed away, so uh, that was very tragic. But I was on Facebook, and I and I read that on Facebook, not on, you know, a newspaper or a CNN. So social media is kind of big. So do you feel like yeah. what is posted on social media could affect you positively or and negatively? Yeah, like. If you misinformed, like I feel as though like a lot of people post a lot of stuff and don't have the right information. Mm -hmm. And so like if you are reading something and um you think that it's the right information, then it could uh, affect you in like a negative way. But um for the most part, like what I see, like people mimic or like kinda copy and paste from other people page. Mm -hmm. And so like it, it it looks right. But um it can it can be detrimental if you yeah. allow it. Wait, I can ask the question. I feel like yeah, I, I feel like yeah, 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 baby, if you want, go ahead. You can ask anything, I, baby. I, <laughs> you no, I, um, I don't have. A, I really don't have a question. I just like wanted to know if I can ask the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. baby. Just say whatever you want to say. We don't bite. We might cuss out, cuss oh. you out occasionally, but that's we don't only bite. Maya though. Oh, because I'm oh. just chill. That's a lot. Oh, nasty. Oh. The disrespect. Uh, Love, you. <laughs> Love you. Love you. I I understand when you say like social media could be positive because of the information. Yeah. But I feel like these days it can have a negative effect, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to comments, because social media it gives people the opportunity to basically say whatever they want to say. Right. That's true. And it's it's really positive. Actually, no, I won't say that it's really positive. I will say that what gets noticed the most is negative comments or negative posts or negative experiences, and that's what gets uh uh amplified. Also, I also feel like it's also how you take social media, your own mindset. Yeah. Whereas sometimes people's success can really like mess with people's mental where they feel like they're not working fast enough or they're not getting in right, where they right. want in life fast enough because they see people younger than them or their friends doing it and you just yeah. gotta remember that your path is your path you know yeah not everybody's like, on the and same way people need to realize that social media is not reality like nobody's gonna sit down and post their negative aspect of their life Vex. like they're going to post something that is positive like they're going to post like if they're if they're, they could probably be depressed and they had one happy moment and that's what they post that's and Vex. some people are going to take that and be like oh well they're happy oh well they're doing this they're doing that 
and it's not fully the whole reality. You're seeing face value. You're not seeing the depth of a person. That's facts. But yet you sit down and you comment and you try to tear somebody down instead of, you know, lifting them up. Like, for example, like when um, the damn shade room, when they posted about the, um, the little black girl who was in the Nutcracker, who's a, she, was a, she was a very, she was the first uh, black girl to ever be the lead in Nutcracker in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the comments were saying, oh, well, she's too light-skinned to be black. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not black. She's mixed. She's this. Oh, uh, that's not true. That's not black. That are, and I'm just like, instead of lifting this little girl up and, you know, making history and causing representation for the black community, you're trying to tear her down and, and to take away her identity because she doesn't fit the, the idea of what you feel like a black person should look like. And to me, it's like the black culture, we come in all different shades. Like regardless if we're mixed or if we're like light skin, brown skin, dark skin, we're all part of the black community. So why do uh, some of us try to tear down each other? Like every, the whole world is already trying to tear the black culture down, but now we're doing it to each other. When we're supposed to be uplifting each other and that's the issue that i have with social media is like people get some they get like some type of courage to say something to to your face and they do it off of a fake profile so it's like and and the crazy thing about it is all these negative comments you and you want to argue with them you don't even know who you arguing with you could be arguing with a 13 year old and not even know it (laughs) For sure. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Guys, Hello. y'all are going in and out. Hello. Now we can hear you. <laughs> um, we were asking, is that from personal What's experience? Is that from per? No, that's not from personal experience. Okay. Oh, okay. Nah. I don't argue with nobody on social media. I ain't got time. Ain't nobody got time. Oh, for- I'm uh, here to crack. <laughs> quick. I am here I'll to crack jokes. Oh, I'm not gonna argue either. What? Oh, not. No, that day on when they posted with that black. Oh, I was arguing with everybody because I'm like, because when one person said that she was too light skinned to be black, I'm like, does black only come in one shade? I'm like, are you serious right now? You feel mad? No, yes, I'm, I'm still <laughs> mad because. I don't, I, I don't like when we try to tear each other down. Yeah. In that way, I, I don't. And then like everybody wants to say, you know, Black Lives Matter, and everybody's joining the cause for the Black culture, the culture that's still trying to bring the culture down. Some aspects. That's true. And it's like you can't, you can't expect the world to, you know, uplift us when we can't uplift each other. Just so. And that's that. I think that's the issue that I have. And but I guess, but when it comes to mental health, like that could be detrimental to somebody else, especially mm-hmm. a young like, child, right? So the yeah. person who has to endure that type of scrutiny, that could be that could be detrimental to their own mental health because you never know what somebody's going through. So that that that's my thoughts on that, child. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for um everybody. Have you ever been on like Instagram or Facebook 
and uh, you see something that that you know kind of messed with your mental health in a type of way, or like gave you some type of insecurity. Yes. You want to expand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yes, period. <laughs> um, it was. I don't even remember when it was, but um, just people posting about like jobs and stuff and at the time I didn't really have one so it kind of um it kind of made me feel like I wasn't doing enough I guess you can say because mm-hmm. they would always like post like oh I got this I got that and I'm over here like I am struggling <laughs> And this is making me feel real sad right now. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I kinda... Well, now you booked and busy, so trying. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Um, and I kinda... that's, that's how you know your time is your time. That's a fact. Peace. I think I went through the same thing because at one point in time, I was working like in the I- entertainment industry, like non-stop and then there was just like a major halt Mm -hmm. and i felt like i was in limbo and then it's like you seeing people who are your age doing great things in the industry and then you look and you reevaluate like did i do this right did i make the wrong move how could i Mm -hmm. went about a different choice and you know continuing my steady flow of me being in the industry and I just had I just learned that I had to take a break from social media because seeing people work in the industry, you only see small glimpses of people's lives every day. So it's like mm-hmm. you'll know if that person had that job two weeks ago and they don't got it anymore. Yeah. So it's like that's, that's how you learn that your path is your own path because stressing out on someone else's path is only gonna give you anxiety. Mm-hmm. Gary, what about you? Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think I have like only thing is well, every most people suffer from is uh, well maybe so like so I know like um you have to live up to a certain standards as it relates to like body image and so like body dysmorphia is like really really real like when you're not comfortable with yourself and so like oftentimes like I find myself like doing like a lot of like exercising and different diets to just try to get back to that size I was like when I felt the most attractive. So uh, social media and like, you know, like has played a a big part of like me, like being insecure about like how I look. Uh, But I always been a hustler. So I ain't worried about the jobs. I just need to like make sure I'm fine when I I work on these jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say the same thing when it comes to body image. You scroll through social media and you see everybody in shape and you see everybody having the body that you want. And it's like, for me, I looked at it and, you know, like everybody knows, I go to the gym like OD. 
and I don't see the results fast enough. Like I want the result. Like I'll I'll probably go to the gym and like probably like in thirty days I want to see I want to see some quick results. And if I don't see the results, it, it will stress me out. And then like or you you really still you still wear your feature though. I know, but I'll feel into. But sometimes I'll feel insecure. Like sometimes I'll like put on something that's like lace or like something that's see through. Yeah. And if I don't feel, if I feel like I look like a marshmallow in it, I'm gonna take it off and put something else. So I'll you will see me put on like sweats because I don't feel comfortable. Like you'll know how I'm feeling in the way that I dress. Oh, okay. You'll you will know exactly how I'm feeling in the way that I dress. Oh, okay. So like now, like I'm in shape or whatever, but. I don't see it. Like, if I were to, like, go through it, like, I'm doing, like, a 90-day transformation right now. I remember the first 30 days, I showed, like, my results. I couldn't see my results. I had to show uh, Maya my results so that she could so that she could be the one to tell me, like, okay, no, there's a difference. Because I can't see it. Like, I'll, I'll still see the, the person I was 30 days ago than where I'm at right now. And I think with social media, that's, it's, it's like, we can't hear you. What was the last thing y'all heard? Um, 30 day results. Yeah. After you okay. telling that you had to show me the pictures. So I was saying like social media is giving me like an unrealistic view because I could sit here and, you know, be in shape and be like, you know, like I look fit. But at the end of the day, like, I'll still think that, you know, I need to, like, lose, not even lose weight, but, like, I need to tone up more. Or I need to, you know, go to the gym and do another session because I feel like I'm still bigger, in a sense, mm-hmm. than what I actually am. It's crazy because my, my, I feel like mine is the opposite. I feel like I don't look like the average black girl persona. Big butt, boobs, small stomach. I'm just skinny. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, why are you heavy breathing like that over there? Because <laughs> I just had to breathe. Like, there was no, there was no, um, I had nothing to say. <laughs> so it's like, so when I got the flu, I lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And it came to where it was like, oh, you lost weight and you lost your butt. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I need to gain this weight back. I need to get into the gym. I need to eat more. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's because trying. You, is it because you want the something butt? She just want her booty back. Yeah. <laughs> it's the persona of like fitting into that normalcy of what society calls normal. Of what a black girl should look like. Understandable. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I was just making sure it made sense because I was like, did it make sense? No, no it did. No, it makes sense. So it's like, it wasn't more of losing the weight. It's more of gaining the weight. Yeah. Gaining her booty back. Like me, I just want to be brolic. Brolic ain't even I a wanna... word. Did y'all know that? I feel hurt. It's not. <laughs> brolic is not a word, but I be thinking brolic all the time. Brolic is a New York word, and it will stay forever. Is... Wait, what you got? I saw the shoes. 
Butters. Butters. Butters, B. No, no, not butters. 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 Not butters. Not with the E. <laughs> broccoli. Beef and broccoli. <laughs> and then what do you call the corner store? The bodega. The what? The, the bodega. bodega. <laughs> That's the corner store. <laughs> and the manager is the cat. Yeah, oh, like every bodega got a cat in it. You just gotta bring him. Like you gotta bring him no, to New no, York for one cat. day. Not like no, not not the fake cat. The, the real, real cat. cat. Like walking around. Yes. Yes. Because the cats be, it be they, securing for, the property. The cat yeah. is you. Okay. Listen. Hell yeah! Because it be killing the rats. It be killing the roaches and whatnot. That's what the cat's job is. There. The cat is usually hiding out where the chips are, just sitting That's there. A fact. Or It'd he's by the, the door. On the chips. You just gotta bring him up here, Jerry. Yeah, just bring. Just, we'll we'll show I've, you what about Dega is. B. You've been to New York. Before. I've been to New York, but this is like new for me. What man. part of New York did you stay at? Uh, it was like. I was in Brooklyn. I went to this um yoga session and um was in Brooklyn, so I, I, I was in Brooklyn mm, for like a few hours. So. Nah, you need it to depends on what type of Brooklyn. Probably like Williamsburg. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably some gentrified part of Brooklyn. It's okay. It's you okay. need to come where we hang out at. Wait, yeah. but you live, you live in Brooklyn. <laughs> I love to see black people, you know, everything. Yeah, I support. Yeah, welcome aboard. <laughs> we, oh, okay. We so a little, little we a little crazy here, but <laughs> we a little fine. ghetto, but it's cool. Listen, listen. Be for yourself. Uh, uh-uh, Andre, I'm you just, you just, no, you I, just bougie you ghetto. You can be ghetto and say what I'm, I'm bougetto. Facts. No, I, I'm bougetto. For you are. Don't don't do me. Don't do me, friend. Read him. Do it's me. all right. Read him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, rewind. Don't do me, friend. You know what? You have grown so much. Like when I met oh, you in the mall. Yeah, that is. When I met you in the mall, like yeah, you were like so shy, and you were like shy. Yeah, like shy. Soldier boy. Insert yeah. soldier boy meme. <laughs> You know, maybe it was because he was in Houston. And he, I don't mm. think he knew that many people. Yeah, it gotta be. And I, I talked to random strangers, so it's probably like a shock that like I started the conversation. But no, we not, we, we don't we, do that. That happened. That don't happen. That don't happen in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't well, do that. We don't. I've known Dre for like what almost. You going on ten years, friend? Yeah, like years. eight, nine years. Wow. So when you said shy, I was appalled because I have never yeah, seen I'm that. I'm like a really extroverted person. <laughs> but sometimes, like, if it's if it's like somebody new, I, I observe sometimes, and I just do. Like, Let me catch your vibe first. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess I passed the test. I, I mean, I'm, 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 we here. We here. We here. We, we made it. We made it. <laughs> and don't worry, he get he get crazier. He gets crazier. Oh, and well, uh, whoop. <laughs> See, he can't even deny it. He just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh man, that's so crazy. But when I when I come to New York, like I'm gonna have to uh we're gonna have to like link up. Yeah, and... we pull up. For sure, B, yeah. for sure. Pull up. We'll drag Tati out the house. Wow. I'm with my brother. <laughs> wow, the audacity. I don't appreciate this. Please don't act like you ain't the only like 
you are not the only one of us that just be chilling in the house because you do. I like my house. I like my home. It got everything I See, need. I'm like in the middle, right? <laughs> I like to I go need. out and every once in a while, but I like to stay home. Dre is more the nah. partier. Okay, he's the party. Yeah, because I like to go. I like to enjoy my time. But I have my moments where I just want to be in the house, just laid up, you know. But out of the three of us. I need to be around people. But out of the three of us, he's the partier. I'm in the middle. And Tati is not going anywhere. (laughs) Because when I arrived here Friday night, child, I went from the airport straight to the bar. I ended up drunk as ever. And then I went home. Yep. To, well, to my friend's house. See, me, I didn't need it a nap. I didn't need it a nap. Yeah, well, like, like my entire... Well, we, we established that if Taki in a hotel in another city, she's going to go work out first. And then we yes! established that Maya going to sleep. And then me, I'm going to go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what it is, America. <laughs> so if, if you want to... If you, like, you got options if you come and chill with us. Like, you could either be with me and go straight to the bar and, you know, have a good time, meet everybody, dance with everybody, da-da-da-da-da. Ooh, friend, I had a good night Friday night. I'm telling you, it was a mess. Or you could go with my and Tati, you know, just just have a relaxing night for the first day. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But I say, come on my side. I'm going to show you a good time. You don't even have to come on my side. It don't matter, B. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on a vibe with myself. I'm just like, whatever you want to do at this moment. What you want to do? We want to take a nap? I got you. You want to go out? All right, we go out. But we got to come back a little early so we can take that nap that we missed out on. <laughs> you see, that's why I think y'all will like Houston because everything closes at like 1.30, 2 o'clock. I could do that. See, back in the days when Andre used to get me to try and hang out early, be like, let's go to IHOP. Um, excuse me, sir. Yup. How late did we you think I was staying up? <laughs> until 5 o'clock in the morning and then go to IHOP and get home like 7, 7 o'clock. Maya was home before then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10.30 came. Oh, guys. Mm. Ha. <laughs> That's the end of mm-hmm, my night. So. Mm. What type of vibe are you on, Darian? Oh, it just depends. Like, I go, it, I blow with the wind. I blow with the wind. It, it just depends. But sometimes, like, my friends are more chilled than I am. So when I, when I do, like, when I'm ready to go out, like, they ready to like chill and and not do the most. But yeah, I do the most when I go out. But it's just, like I said, like for my birthday, which was like last week, I normally, I go to D.C., like I have all this stuff planned, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to do something different, and um, and I chill. And I know which friends to invite out, because like I have friends that turn up, and I have friends that turn down, and we can like just chill and watch movies, and they're, they're okay with that. That, so, that is so important. Because like, I have, my friends are so different yeah. segmented. That I always felt bad that I never brought them together. Yeah. But I know like who gels well with who. Yeah. And so I like I have sections. Everybody used to be mad like, oh, well, you got your Bronx friends. And then you got your Brooklyn friends. And then you got your Queens friends. And I'm like, so I always felt bad. Like I, I could never like bring them together. But I'm like, I know, I know how to, to mm, y'all not all going to blend. And I need to have a good time because like if y'all don't like each other and then that messes up the vibe, then it's like, okay, what's the point? So that's why I'm knowing who to chill with, who not. 
Yo. <laughs> Darren. Yes, ma'am. Happy belated birthday. Facts, baby. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just had to say that, you know, put that out there. Where? <laughs> you know, your birthday dinner was really nice. Because you went to that, that restaurant on the rooftop. Oh, that yeah. Be, that, that be spinning. That's yeah. actually that what I want to do for this year for my birthday, you know? Turning 25. I'm old, guys. Oh, Lord. Let's not speak about age. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not speak. I think there was another reason why I turned down, too, because I turned 32. And I was like, I can't be in these people's streets. <laughs> Acting and a whole fool. Nah, but if you if you see Darian, he you will think he's thirty. You will think he's like a good twenty six, like oh, twenty five, twenty six. Like you a real young friend. Because when you you like thirty, I'm like thirty two. <laughs> what? No, such... That's well, called that good jeans. Man, listen. That's called minding your business. Facts. Man, but I had to like I'm I'm like y'all. I have to take my nap. Oh my like, god! Like I need to like get it together. I'm gonna be real grumpy and we out there, and I haven't taken my nap yet. Like, CJ, it's just you. you. It's just you. It's just you, friend. But you really chill too because when I when I came to New York, you were like friend. I need to like take a nap. I gotta go. I gotta get up work. Take a nap. We didn't meet up till like late that night. That's very true. <laughs> what night was that? That was a Friday night. It had to be a Friday night. Yeah, but I was working that night. Well, I was working that morning. I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning. But they ain't got nothing to do with that. Exactly. <laughs> okay, but you know what? I wasn't on vacation. That's the... That's oh, the here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but not, no, but I see a lot. Like, being 24... I mean, I'm having some old people issues like my knees be hurting my back be hurting and whatnot i'm like ooh, i'm aching right now it's a problem that's yeah. a fact. so I'm, I'm you gotta take heat to that like when, when you something like that happens. yeah i ain't got yeah. megan knees listen i don't uh-huh. even know how megan got megan knees sometimes. but uh you you have a bend down and your knee just pop <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yo you was where i'm old i'm like nah all right, so guys, what are your like top self care like rituals for yourselves? My top self, oh, my top self care, getting a, getting my a haircut and eyebrows. Oh, you and, get oh, your eyebrows yeah. done? Okay. What? When these eyebrows is arched? Not right now. Not right now. I He's like, do don't tomorrow. look at them right don't, now. Don't do me, friend. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but when I get my hair cut and I get my eyebrows done and like, you know, I have like just a self-care day. Like sometimes I'll put on like a face mask or something. Oh, yeah. And you know what, Darian? I love that you have uh, self-care Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I take that to oh, the T. Nice. You the sure, huh? Friend? I surely did. I'd be wearing that on Saturdays <laughs> with my self-care. I'd get my hair cut, my eyebrows and my, my face. With my self care Saturday shirt on, read it. Leave me alone because yeah. I'm taking care of myself today. <laughs> Ooh, I might have to adapt to that. Facts, because mm, I don't do that. You don't do nothing. You don't do nothing. Um, I don't. Yeah, I nah. I don't. But I feel like when you be doing your hair, that's like your self care. Nah, B, that's just me saying that I need to do my hair. It's time. <laughs> uh, I don't nah, know. There's no, nothing you about do hair like every week. Nah, I there do. is nothing about 
doing a black girl's hair that is self-care. That is stressful. Really? It takes some time. Yeah, B. You got to have the right products. If it don't come out right the next day, it's, oh, God. I do my hair every <laughs> other week. So when when my hair is done, that just means it needed to get done. It's not that it's a self-care. It's the fact that I needed to do my hair. I was looking a little crusty. <laughs> So that's why I did it. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you tried. You me. tried, boo. But nah, I just needed. You know, I, I, I really did try. I was like, maybe that's something that, you know, is a self-care for you. Like, you know, because sometimes, you know, doing hair can be relaxing. Nah, nah. Because I do my hair myself. And it don't take like an hour to do. It takes a calm day. Yeah, it surely does. So that ain't self-care. That's just work. Self-care is someone taking care of me. So like getting my nails done, maybe getting a facial. Self-care. <laughs> I don't do that. We're going to have a girls day one day. Oh, wait, we need to go get some. I need. Mean, I want my feet scrubbed again. I had that, yo. <laughs> I had somebody scrub my feet one time. That was the best time of my entire life. I was like, this is why y'all females do this every two weeks. Like, my feet, they felt like a, it was glowing after that. I was like, yes, yeah, somebody come look at my toes. Like, ooh, it was good. Listen. Oh, but wait, I guess... No, because I <laughs> I do I do my toes myself, my nails myself. I do everything myself. So it's all right, guys. I'm gonna take her. To Sorry, I'm not. I'm not about this life. I need to take you to Spock Castle. I can't. I don't know. It's just me. I do things by myself. <laughs> Actually, no. I've never been to a spa before. Me neither. I'm gonna take y'all to Spock Castle. Yeah. Nobody, nobody takes care of me. I take care of myself. Oh, all right, sis. Was that a word out there that you putting out there in the streets? I guess I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to. to, I wanted to know. Y'all don't take care of me. I take care of myself. Why? Because I'm that bitch. Oh, I guess. Period. All right, Darian. Tell us about your self care Saturdays. Yeah, because I want to know. Inform me. Man, but no, like um, like Andre said, um, self care is really important, man. I take myself on dates though, <laughs> like so I I literally like get dressed and I go out on a date, like not just like a simple date, like I I really have stuff planned out, like I'll go to the movies, I like go eat dinner. It it doesn't matter if I'm dating somebody. Like I always like I always want to date myself. So like I often do things that like self care is for like supposed to like help you with your uh like emotional needs. So like doing your hair if it's stressing you out, just don't do it. <laughs> that ain't, ain't self care. If you gotta find the right hair products and it's not coming out right, that's only nah. with Maya, not with me. Nah. <laughs> But no, like self-care Saturday. Self-care Saturday, like I kinda thought of it like when um one day I was like working uh well at one time I was working two jobs and these jobs were like taking all my time and I realized that like I was very stressed out, like you know, I was um 
I was in myself. And like one day I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like take this day for me. And that was like the best decision that I possibly could make. Like I now like go, I do random stuff. Like I read in a park, like um, I meditate. I even do yoga. Like I was like, man, I don't know how to do all this. But like the, the my yoga instructor, like she kind of been like being patient with me. Mm-hmm. Because like I can hold those poses that long and do like a downward dog and uh, upward frog. I can't do all that, but she really be patient with me. So I do, I do a lot of self care. Like um, not just on Saturday, but I promote it on Saturday because I feel like you should you owe yourself at least one day a week. So that's what's up. Yeah. Do you guys do yeah. self check ins? You say what? Do you guys do self check ins? I do, I do. I check in with myself like daily though. Like I make sure that like I'm good before even going to work. Like when I when I get home, like I kind of like process my day and give my give myself uh, time to like think about like what occurred, like what I could have done differently, and if if what about you guys? You guys check in? I do check in because I feel like you gotta if anybody gonna evaluate you you gotta evaluate yourself see how you could change as a person get to know the different parts of you that wasn't like that yesterday so yeah it's always good to get to know yourself Mm -hmm. what about you guys um uh, i should i need to check in better because like i usually do like a self-check probably like once a month I probably need to do it weekly. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's going to be a goal. But I usually do it like once a month because I love, like, I love learning about myself. I, I love, like, seeing what I could do better, what areas I'm lacking in, what can be improved on, you know, all of that. So I do that once a month. But I need to start doing it weekly because, child, huh. I'll be having some long weeks. I can't. What about you, Tati? Nah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thought it was going to be poetic and deep? Nah. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> no. Yo. <laughs> it's just a typical Brooklyn thing. No. No check-in or anything. Don't like blame that. the whole borough for your craziness. <laughs> Yo, know, she was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I don't do self check ins. I don't do self care Saturdays. I'm just here. Would you be open to doing it? Doing which one? Both. Both. I guess. It's all right. We got to give her a little taste of it. She might like it. I guess. <laughs> what? Okay, Kathy, what's one thing that makes you really happy? Oh, that's tragic. <laughs> this is tragic. Actually, I guess that could that could be that could be something for around the table. Like, what's one <laughs> thing that makes each of us happy? So, Tati, you gonna be first? Oh, mm. <laughs> rat a tat tat. This is ghetto. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. I have a lot of things. Just pick one. Uh, <laughs> I guess books. 
I guess. Okay, so like reading? Yeah. But then yet again, like sometimes I don't read enough. Like it, I think, bro, leave the positive with the positive. Stop throwing a negative on. Um, it. yeah, I'm gonna just say reading. No, but I understand what you're saying. Where it's like you love reading, but you don't do it enough. So maybe because it depends. It depends it, on the book that I'm reading. Like, yeah, if the book has my intention, then I can finish the book within a week or two. So, mm-hmm. so reading. I, okay. Yeah. And that's what makes you really happy. Yeah. Okay. Well, in regards to you not doing it enough, maybe like it could be like a new goal of yours, like, you know, probably like read a new book, like probably every two weeks or something or get a consistent reading more books. And that could be like your self-care. Like make a reading Mm -hmm. corner, get yourself a candle, pick up the book and just read and just chill out and vibe. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I'm just reading multiple books, like, at the same time. Have okay. I finished any of them? No. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, but when you do read them, it, it's your, it's, you're good. I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just I'm put like... me on the spot like that. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, the Ciao. Um, what makes me happy? This podcast makes me happy, guys. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's, yeah, that's cute. I don't like you two. <laughs> Y'all, this what? cute is sarcastic. What are you talking about? No, what are you talking about? I was like, really, I was really saying that's cute. <laughs> Even Darian said that's dope. Yeah, he was like, yeah, that's dope. You two with the. Well, yeah, that's cute. Like, yeah, I didn't say anything. I, I said that's I was cute. Not trying to be no type of way. I was just saying that it's cute. <laughs> but yeah, this podcast because I feel like we're opening the door for different opinions, different voices for people, and it's like, mm-hmm. bro, guys, we've gotten really far with only doing this for what, like, a couple months. Yeah, for sure. It's gotten Tati to open up. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> Never. Do not put me on the spot like that. Ugh. Yeah, she's opened up. Like, next podcast is going to be her episode. Ew. Yeah. It's going to be Ew. interesting. We got Andre talking about what he's passionate about, which he's he, he usually does anyway, but just opening the doors for him <laughs> to express himself, you know, worldwide. Was that, was that a slight shade? No, I just stated that you like. I know like, I'll be chatting, but. <laughs> you're very passionate about things that you like to talk about. And this is giving you a platform to just open up the doors to expressing it and to hearing other opinions on what you're passionate about, not just me. Oh, uh, okay. You're cute. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and then giving voices to, you know, people like Darian, who's in the mental health and he's out here. He's putting the word out and spreading it and telling us how to, you know, make our lives better. Mentally, I appreciate it. So, I appreciate it. This podcast is what makes me happy, guys. That's cute. Uh, All right, Jerry, your <laughs> turn. It's getting gushy. I don't like it. <laughs> Why did you even ask? I didn't ask. That wasn't my question. Who asked? That this was question? Dre's question. Why would you ask this question? <laughs> this is ghetto. <laughs> it's not ghetto. Yes, it's, it is. It's good. 
You know what? Uh, you know what, Taki? You know what you just did? You just did a self-check-in with yourself. <laughs> now you just found out Ew. what you like to do. <laughs> and I don't like it. This is nasty. Okay, but that's what you just did. So congratulations. You just did just first self-check. Ew. Dre, what makes you happy? <laughs> the gym. Of course. I know. I The gym, I really love going to the gym. Like, uh, it, it releases all of my, like, if I'm angry, Cause I'll be having moods. I'll be, ha- I'll be moody. So like the gym, like really just puts me at ease. Like if I'm angry, I I get to like burn everything out, you know, put it all in the iron, uh, stuff like that. Like I love, love going to the gym. That's cute. So, yeah. There you go. Oh, um, what makes me happy is, uh, I like doing community service. So, I, I spend majority of my spare time like organizing stuff. So that even though it's stressful, but like just like impacting and um empowering other people makes me happy. That's dope. For sure. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> you see how they that's cute comes on very sarcastic. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> I didn't take it that way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know what? I just imagine your face like that's cute. <laughs> that was not her face. First of all, <laughs> first of all, and she do it with the hand movements too. That's cute. <laughs> she got mad quiet. She was like, "Let me see. I'm just, I'm just filing my nail right now. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy, what the hell? I can't. All right, so do we want to close off here, guys? Yeah, we could, we could, we could, we could close it off. All right, leave leave us with some positive words, Darian. Word Let us know where we can find Please. you. Give us, give us another word. Please. I listen. I don't have a positive. You guys, I'm listening. Okay. Well, some positive words, like, I think that you should always, like, uh, put yourself first and um, and take care of yourself. Like, and no matter if it's physically, emotionally, or if you just need to take yourself another way. So, um, so that's, that's all I have. Where can we find you? Where? Because oh, I'm about to look yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. So you can find me on uh, Instagram. I am Darian D. Therapist. Uh, also, you can find me, of course, on Facebook. And I do have a, um, a, a, a page. I created a page for the Blue Couch. So if you go on Facebook and you look up the Blue Couch by Darian Dawson, you can uh, find me there as well. So, yeah. Dope. 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 You know? Okay. And if y'all ever need a therapist out here in Houston, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's the best out here. So yes. make sure you get the contact. Um, on that note, y'all can follow me on IG official underscore Drizzy Dre. I got an announcement for y'all next week, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, um, you can follow me if you want. At <laughs> she's so unusual. <laughs> underscore so yeah (laughs) 
And you can follow me <laughs> at I am underscore Maya Ali. And you can follow the podcast at Oh, We're Gonna Talk. Bada bing, bada bing. Now streaming on all streaming services. Yeah! Spotify included. Yeah! <laughs> you know the vibes. So we are out, people. Remember, mental health is wealth. It's self care Saturdays. Make sure always take care of yourself. Um. Right. Yes, please take care of yourself. And therapy, therapy, therapy. Word. All right, we, we out. out.